<laughs> Listen, Nick Cage time. He makes a lot of movies. If you say Nick Cage is in it, I'm watching it. That's all there is to it. So Nick Cage, but he's had this resurgence and yeah. he's made some movies that have are getting are being well received. Mm -hmm. And so it's great to see because we uh, we love Nick Cage here at Cinemondo. I think he's just like a Baby. very, very uh, magnetic actor, you know, mm -hmm. whether he's over the top going crazy and going wild or he has a more subdued low key vibe, which I think mm -hmm. he brings to this. But the, it, but I think it totally works. The film is called Butcher's Crossing. It uh, is streaming currently. It was just released to the theaters uh, uh, recently. Uh, mm -hmm. Written and directed by Gabe Polsky, who mm -hmm. is a documentary a documentary filmmaker who's won a lot of awards okay. and stuff. So he's um, doing this film, which takes place uh, in the 1870s, right after World War II, out west. And it's about these guys that go out and hide, you know, kill buffalo and yeah. take their hides, which was obviously. Uh, at the end of the movie, I, I don't know if it was three million buffalo back, uh, you know, early back then, and then there was sick. down to three hundred. They I think it was, they said some like sixty million, some insane oh, numbers. Okay, I, yeah, it was. They were everywhere, and then they were nowhere. It was they a completely extinct. shameless chapter in our history on so many levels. Right, wiping out a species like that for pure greed and wastefulness. Like they even mentioned, they talk about this in the film too, which I appreciate. Is that People go out and just wipe out herds and wouldn't even really harvest the hides. They just did it for like sport for fun. And they would just leave rotting corpses. In the meantime, hmm. you know, Native Americans who believed in the balance of nature were like, you're killing off what we live off and, and you know, respect this animal. So, And there's a scene in the movie where, uh, I mean, just to let you know, uh, it, it is also Fred Heckinger who is in The White Lotus and yeah. The Woman in the Window and uh, Xander Berkeley and Jeremy Bob, who I always like, yeah, uh, they're the four that go out there, and one one of the uh, and Jeremy Bob, who's just there for the money, he's the one that actually skins the hides. But he said, "Hey, you know what? Um, the Native Americans or Indians, as they're called in this film, yeah, because uh, it's eighteen seventies. They use everything. They make necklaces. They yeah. do this. They make knives. They do. They use every inch of the bison that they kill, which is respect for that animal." Yeah. We didn't do that as white no. men coming Horrible. from uh, the East. Horrible. Yeah, we just so, <laughs> so it was written by Gabe Polsky, Liam Sater, Malloy, and John Williams. Uh, this is what? What's the studio? Where are the producers on this? Uh, Sa um, Sabin Films or Sabin okay, Films? Uh, yeah, and um, uh, like I said, it was it's, it's currently streaming, and the production companies are Conqueror Productions, Ingenious Media, Saturn Films. Gabe Polsky Productions, a Altitude Film, and Filton. So a lot of production, a lot of producers on this. But I'll tell you. Um, well, before we get into the deep dive, yeah, let's watch the trailer real okay. fast so that people who haven't seen it uh, can get a flavor for it. Um, I think it's important to kind of just see the vibe. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Reverence or Old Henry, like mostly just like out in the wilderness, very primitive, very intimate and small, and so I like that, and small in a good way. Intimate, yep. I guess, would be because. So let's take a look at this trailer real fast so everybody knows what we're talking about. Here we go. Okay. Okay. 
how fresh faced he is. I decided to leave Harvard and leave Harvard. travel west. Looking for a stronger purpose and more meaning in my life. What can I do for you? Oh, I would like to go on a hunt. This will be one of the biggest halls anyone has ever seen. Where are we going, though? Uh, yeah. So you know God fears man yourself. Why fear God? You don't know. You'll see. Well, <laughs> there's no sense shooting more wicked skin. You will skin them, Fred. I'll shoot you. <laughs> Baby. What are we still doing out here? I'm out here to hunt buffalo. <laughs> All that there hides. And sell them. <laughs> Done. We'll sure have something to show for him. You better start because <laughs> it's gonna go down. Every time I see Nick Cage, I kind of smile, even though he's this movie has no smiles in it. <laughs> there is no right. humor. Right. I was honestly dreading watching this movie because I have a super low threshold for any kind of animal violence at all. And the bison history, what we did to the bison, we moved in, you know, moved in, we took over and invaded. It's like, that is so heartbreaking to me. Like the idea of it, everything about it. So this was really rough. And I only, I did this for Nick Cage and for the respect for the writers, the director, the actors. Well, they had to show. made myself watch it. So it was very important to watch. They had to show that stuff. And it is very grim and very hard to watch because they don't. They don't pull away too much. I mean, they do a little bit, but sometimes they just show it. And uh, they had to show it because that's what happened. And And it should be disturbing and terrible and awful. It should be. It should be. And so, uh, but what is incredible, what I really liked about this film, a lot of, I thought the performances were wonderful. Everybody was really good in this. Nick Cage really is sort of has this, you know, the gravitas, even though, you know, you know, he doesn't know what, He's trying to make a big, trying to make a lot of money. It's all about greed for him. It's all yeah. about money. How many can I kill? More money, more money, more money. The other ones, uh, the young kid from Harvard is kind of doing this Ralph Waldo Emerson. He's going a city boy. Find his, <laughs> find himself, find his, find truth in nature, and that's his thing. Is but he kind of makes the mistake of going on the hunt. He kind of realizes, well, maybe this is not what uh, I was thinking about. For it. You didn't have the standing for it, but it is gorgeously shot. I mean, yeah, I, I, a beautiful nature. I mean, yeah. wherever they filmed this, holy moly, and they really yeah. captured and the and the bison run, running. It oh, was very was thrilling to see that. You know, just so they they got it all right. They did. Uh, and of course, when things start to go south, they stay there too long, and problems happen. And they're I love stuck that. There. I actually love that. Like you yeah. start off, you think you're going this daily hunt, like this day hunt. Then they stay a few days, and then they're kind of like, "Are we going back?" And he's like, "No, no, we'll keep going because I know where this herd is. I know where it is." And they're like, "Okay." And they, at this point, they're getting kind of lost. So they think Nick Cage is the only, his character Miller, which also his name's Miller, it just has such a 
Yeah. Like, go feel to it. So yeah. <laughs> he, he's the only one. They're afraid they won't be able to find their way back. Like they're all like, just point me in the direction. He goes, you'll never find it. It's way too complicated. The, so he's kind of manipulating them to continue on with his obsession with wiping out the Buffalo. Like his, he, I don't even think it's about the money anymore. Like he just was obsessed. So he was bringing them along and they're getting, you know, it's getting colder. The seasons yes. are changing. Like they end up being out there for like a month or months. No, like, eight months. Eight. So, they, they were oh there until God. the spring. And <laughs> the they were. comes through and they barely survive. And yeah, they can't. Yeah. And it turns into, you know, so it turns into how greed uh, and going out, going out in nature where you really don't belong there, you know, and where else all the other animals are making it through the buffalo, the buffalo that survived, they're fine. You see foxes, you see other animals, yeah. they're, they're going to be fine, but these guys are freezing. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to survive and st obviously things happen. Um, this is based on a book written in 1960 by John Edward Williams. And it's considered one of the best Western novels ever written. Mm. I've never heard of it, but so it is about, Sort of like okay, it's the West. It's these guys going out there being greedy, and then what happens to them? So yeah. it's kind of. So I thought it was at as at, 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 at the end. I was like, wow, this really sort of came home as to why, okay. and the ending is so fitting and and proper, you know. And and uh, so I just thought it was really well made. Yeah. I thought there was uh, it, it was tough to watch. Like again, if you don't want to see. Animals being shot, just like you know, in in, Who a, does, in, in really? right. I mean, you don't, but. Yeah. And I'm and I'm glad they showed it, but I'm also like, okay, enough. <laughs> you know? It was rough. You know, I don't understand hunting at all. I mean, I'm not the yeah, I'm not We're, that. But one thing I did appreciate is that at the very end, they talk about the uh, tribe that is actually taking care of the buffalo in this territory where they shot, and the buffalo they're actually shooting, filming, um, in the movie. You know, besides the fake, you know, the fake dead ones or whatever. But they were. Right. They apparently are, are tasked. They take care of the buffalo. They protect them. So it was nice for me to see this movie. And at the end, they talk about the history, how terrible it was, how awful right. the white man was mm -hmm. when he came through and wiped everything out. Mm -hmm. And how the Native Americans have this territory and they're taking care of this buffalo and they've helped bring it back and they're protecting it. And so that made me feel better about the footage, knowing that they were actually well cared for buffalo that were being used in it. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminded right. me. Yeah. Because right. one thing I, I really like this film there's a few subtexts I feel like that are important. One is like you're saying the greed aspect. Another is we're seeing a little sliver. I love Westerns that are kind of that small little microcosm. Me too. Me Not too. like the big epic, you know, we have right. just a small group and they decide let's go on a hunt, you know? So they go out into the wilderness and like you said, beautiful, but you have the X factor of Nick Cage <laughs> leading the way. Now I will watch Nick Cage anything and he always brings something special. He was dialed down in this like he just enough like you see him the shaved head is great right um, he has little little tweaks that he says but he's pretty you know he has pretty much control of the character of watching him you already don't trust him because he's nick cage then you have the character himself treating everybody kind of dicey like hmm, i don't know if he's telling people the truth and the fact he's obsessed with killing animals and i also really appreciate that the um the boy what's his name again uh fred, his fred heckinger his character's name was will will I yeah. love how Will eventually starts turning on him. And he's like, he sees Nick Cage out there roaming around the Buffalo trying to size him up, you know? And so he decides, fuck it. I'm going to ruin this whole hunt. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. We shouldn't be doing this. So he starts shooting off his gun and scaring the Buffalo. And he's like, Will, stop. He's like, no, he's like, we can't do this anymore. And he's like right. trying to chase the Buffalo away. I love that he, he had that instinct to protect the Buffalo at that point. 
let alone the yeah. fact that he knew that he was wasting everything and the fact he couldn't trust this guy anymore because he was crazy. He wanted uh, to kill the whole herd. The whole, he just wanted to wipe him out for some and, reason. And they couldn't even bring that many oh. hides back. They already you know, had they enough. Just, they had a wagon. So it was just, yeah. it was greed took over. Oh. And, um, but even in one scene where like the other character, his name is Fred Schneider, which I kind of laughed at. Cause I thought, Oh yeah. That's funny. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, he goes, um, uh, he goes, listen, we got to go. We can't, and he, and he's up there by where they, he's shooting. And he, and he goes, you walk back really quietly. And if, and if but if, oh, if, yeah. if you make a noise, I'm going to shoot you. If you spook so him. Yeah. yeah. So we knew that, okay, this guy was nuts and they're stuck there because they, they came for money or they came yeah. for experience or yeah. whatever. And, um, and Xander Berkeley is really great as this kind of crazy, drunk, religious uh, guy who's just unrecognizable. Sort of I, I didn't know it was him <laughs> I until did not after. Know it was him. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So it's good he acting. He felt very well. He felt very much of the time. Like I believe very he much. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> so I don't know what you're saying. It was Nick Cage, but uh, I bought it because I think uh, he kind of got he turned he got that Nick Cage crazy at the end, still yeah. in the low key way, oh. and it totally worked. And I love the very last scene of the last scene of uh, 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 of the movie. I thought that was very oh, sort yeah. of poignant. So good. Um, and yeah, there's now 30,000 bison in, in North America. So they've come back, you know, Huge from basically story. the dead. And 300 were left by the time stupid people were done with this. 300. And the fact that, that some environmentalists, I would love to see that movie, honestly, even though it'd be sad too. I would love to see who these people were that decided to just put their foot down and make this stop. It's yeah. like, I don't know how this happened, but I mean, we almost made a species extinct for no reason. It was like, I, so, it, and I love too, where after, and we don't have to spoil it, but I love that all of this, it was more like a journey of the psyche because Will keeps having these fantasy, these weird visions. Mm -hmm. And he's starting to feel like the spiritual connection to the Buffalo. And he's starting to see, like you were talking about, like connecting the nature and how humans were always the dark disturbing part but then his visions of animals were always kind of beautiful and he, he right. was trying to balance that and figure that out and i thought the fact we had at least someone in there who had a conscience yeah. and i love that they had that so at least we had somebody in there who was our way in that was sympathetic to the terrible yeah, he, tragedy yeah, he, he was happened. the character that we could identify with most exactly. out of those four and right. uh you know i've i've been through the dakotas and i've been mm. through national parks where the yeah. buffalo come right up to your <gasps> car and they're just magnificent oh they're so magnificent huge animals they're and they're a lot bigger than you think you, you don't see, get out of your car do not go near a buffalo right just so right. people know do not do that <laughs> like i see people it helps no first of all we've abused the animals enough yeah. You're driving you, through. You don't need to get out to take their photo. If no. they hurt you, they get hurt. So just right. don't. Just don't. just watch them and drive by and just let them live their admire lives. Admire them from a distance. You don't need <laughs> exactly. to get But right. it's an incredible animal that I feel like is is really tied to our history and who we are as, as America. Um, and so the fact we're able to kind of bring it back from the brink, we still have a lot to do for Native Americans still. I feel like that hasn't really been fully addressed. Right. <laughs> We're long, so a long way to go there. No. But yeah. I do really like that. Again, I can't emphasize enough how much I love that these people are taking care of these buffalo in this movie. That made such a huge difference. So comforting to me. It was yeah. really hard for me to watch. Yeah. And back to Nicolas Cage. Okay. Um, again, love what he was doing in this. I don't know if, if the Colonel Kurtz was exactly like, but at the same time, I loved seeing it. Like I, I feel like I'm complaining about some I actually loved, but I feel like it did take me out of the movie a little bit to see him do that stuff, even though I loved watching it. 
Yeah, and, and I, I guess I would go back. I, if we looked at the, you know, we read the book. We said, is that the character? Was the character sort of like that, or did he yeah. bring in sort of the Nick Cage vibe? Yeah. Because you know, you could have seen like John Wayne, you know, back in the '60s, if they did a movie like this, mm-hmm. this sort of this grizzled, you know, hard, you know, cowboy, yeah. big tough guy, that kind yeah. of character. Um, but uh, overall, I think it's well worth watching. Yeah. It's uh, and uh, I was, you know, it, it was an hour forty five minutes, and it went by so like fast. This. It was like so quick. Yeah. I was like, wow. So that tells you a lot. So, yeah. and it's beautiful if you're watching it on your big screen beautiful. TV at home. Yeah. You see some gorgeous scenery and I loved it. very realistic. Like the yeah. winter felt like winter. If they you- looked uncomfortable. I, they must have been shooting in the cold because the actors looked really miserable. And you can <laughs> yeah. kind of tell the difference when they're just kind of faking the snow. I don't yeah. know. Whatever they did, they did great acting, great scenery, maybe both. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It worked fantastic. And I, yeah. and again, gorgeous film. I love the, 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 intimate smallness of this group and the dynamics and how everybody was, you know, trying to figure out what to do to survive. And you're dealing with a crazy person who's the only one that knows what to do and where they are. And, and the one kid who's having this complete like radical shift in his thinking about what he thought is, I just got, I just dropped out or left Harvard and I came to, you know, see what it was like to live an adventure. And you're like, Oh dude. And he started, I love the way he started getting beaten down. Like he was all, Fresh faced. He and was fresh faced. You can see him kind of shrinking. He's looking all. Eh. He's sitting. Because <laughs> he was just a kid, really you know, kind of a coddled kid who yeah. never. And I saw this. There's a early on. There's a beautiful girl who, uh, you know, it, it works at the saloon, and he sort yeah. of fall, falls immediately in love with her, but doesn't know what to do there, and so he's just sort of doesn't have any experience. Yeah. Uh, and boy, does he get experience pretty quick. And, and that uh, was my a little bit of a, a thing for me too. Is I wish they'd include a woman in the group, maybe instead of just having the usual, like you know the whore yeah. at the yeah. at the brothel that was the, really the only female character who made an impression i wish they had included that because there were also tough women doing the same thing they had that one quick thing of a woman in her wagon with her kids which and i thought was a really cool really scene. good scene like you're yeah. like, oh shit that would be so scary and like yeah. she was so desperate and people were out there they don't know what the hell they're doing like right. we people There's went no west with these big dreams but they had nothing they didn't have any idea they were from the city let's move out west and, and get a farm and you and don't know like, how big it is like you in the small states where are you gonna get your sudden, water yeah, yeah you're oh. out in colorado and wyoming these states are huge huge they go yeah. on forever but anyway it's uh well worth seeing yeah. uh check it out uh i yeah. thought it was quite well made and uh, a few quibbles aside i think butcher's crossing yeah. was a great view so it was great and i and again i i love you know the message is great um it's hard to watch but a very important film to watch i think yeah, yeah. and uh, let's just give a little plug to ourselves don't forget to like <laughs> subscribe and comment to our youtube yeah. channel and join and we- our channel there's our membership, but uh, that's what you get for $2.99, everything in yellow. $4.99, you get the member request videos. There you go. There's the prices. So uh, it that helps keeps the lights us. on. It does. It does. So the thanks more members, the more content we can make. That's how yeah. it works. And we Mark love is to- working his ass off doing solo reviews in this for members only. So I am I- too here and there. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I watch a lot of movies that I'm not going to bother Kathy or Burke with that I think, hey, this might be something worth yeah. talking about. And uh, you get to see that on our Patreon channel or on the members uh, if you join us on the YouTube channel. So thanks very much for watching, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.